0: hello and welcome back to up next with Lily and Tim
1: today we talk social media the good the bad and the sometimes downright ugly <laughs> um, let's kick, kick off with let's kick off with some good some good points of social media and yeah. let's look at I mean one thing we, we all know is sharing I mean there's it's great for sharing stories you know experiences and photographs and, and so how do, you, how do you know we go about sharing social media what are your platforms and what do you like sharing?
0: Yeah, I think social media is a great way to share your um, experiences and things that you go and do. And, yeah, it's just to connect with your family, friends and um, people that are far away from you that you can't always see every single day. So I think that's really cool.
1: You don't want it to replace a day-to-day interaction with your friends. Yeah, do and exactly. I exactly. And I think quite a lot of people do tend to do that, don't they? Yeah. You know, they tend to, tend to sort of, I guess... Just just operate through social media the whole yeah, time rather exactly. than, than interacting. I
0: know I do sometimes, like, instead of going out and meeting with my friends, I talk to them for an hour online. And I guess that's also sort of a um, bad aspect because you don't really get to have face-to-face um, contact with anybody.
1: But. Yeah, I mean, because it's, it's a case of like when, when they're a long way away, absolutely, yeah. know, it's, it's, it's a problem when they're overseas. That makes and sense. When they're overseas and things like that or, or, or off distances. But yeah, it, I think it's it's, it's a balance and Everything, everything's a balance. So we'll, let's talk some platforms. Uh, we all know, I mean, the majority of us all know Instagram is a big one. You're on Instagram, I'm on Instagram, Mummy's on Instagram. Uh, there's Facebook. Which was one of the, the you know, the, one of the forebears of it all. Which t- today <laughs> seems a bit, you know, nana.
0: All the mums go on it.
1: Yeah. Bit mum bit mummy sort of style. Um we've got Twitter where there's instant sort of lines and feeds and, 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 and people putting information out there and ideas out there. Uh we're looking at things like WhatsApp is another one. And looking at apps, I mean, especially WhatsApp, it has messages on there. You can send pictures. You can still interact that way. Do
0: stories and stuff.
1: You can do stories. And, of course, the one that's the hottest topic at the moment, it seems to be across the, uh, the international airwaves of social media, is TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What's going on with TikTok at the moment, hey? What have you heard out there?
0: I've heard that on, I think it's July 11th or around that time, uh, the australian government wants to ban tiktok due to the chinese government stealing information because it's a chinese app and they feel like our information that we give to that app is being leaked
1: yeah well they're accusing i mean they're, they're yeah. accusing in a, in a veiled sort of way that the, <laughs> that the chinese government is taking information i mean what sort of talk us through what sort of information when you sign on to one of these sort of apps that you need to supply to the to the app itself
0: yeah so with majority of the social media platforms nowadays you usually need to either give an email um or a phone number and also when you sign up you usually need to give your name your first name and last name and also your birth date and usually with tiktok i change like the year of my birthday but um why do you do that uh just because sometimes it's like also with like um it's like for 13 year olds and i'm 12 right um just you know yeah yep i got you so um
1: but there's, I think you've got to tell me, there's, there's younger people than 13 on TikTok, aren't there? Oh,
0: of course. Yeah, but um, so, they, yeah, there's also sort of like a safety aspect for our, the younger audience of TikTok, I feel. And yeah, so they want to ban it, which I feel there's some sort of positive with it. But personally, I think it's a negative. I feel like they should do something to make it for Australians
1: to still use it. Well, I guess it hasn't been proven, nothing's been proven yet that there is are really. stealing information. And no, and what information is there to steal other than the email addresses at this point? But exactly. the thing is with cybersecurity in these days, I mean, they, a lot of things can be hacked. That can be hacked into and there's some very yeah. sort of, I guess, proficient hackers out there that can take information and 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 come up as a TikTok you know, come up as a fo- as a false, uh, I, I guess, um, f- storefront, and not be the real, not be the real people, not yeah, be TikTok, exactly. not be somebody else, so they can tap in that way, which is a bit scary to me. Uh, yeah, okay. Creative wise, um, let's have a look. I mean, I, I I sometimes post. You know, you know, with me, I one of my friends always says I post I post pictures of sports people when I've done stories. <laughs> on them. Yeah, okay. That, that, I guess that's that's just a good way of tapping into this is the fun things I've been doing. Rather than I'm not a boastful sort of person, so I'm not going. Oh, look what I'm doing. It's more like, <laughs> wow, this is kind of fun. Um, what are some of the exactly. things creative wise that you put on and on, on TikTok? I not on TikTok, on the, any of the apps in general, like Instagram. And also, talk us through a little bit of the differences because in on Instagram, as everybody knows, you post a story, but there are situations where you, know, you have a permanent post, but you have a you know a daily sort of a story post. Talk us through those.
0: Yeah, so what I personally, first of all, post is, usually for posts, it's usually something, it may be someone's birthday, or if we go to some really cool place, like the zoo, or out to the city, instead of just sitting at home, I don't usually post photos of me just at home, Um, so yeah, usually when we go somewhere out, really fun, and stories is just kind of to showcase your day-to-day life, little things you go and do, um, that may interest people, and they, yeah, they're only up for 24 hours, and so yeah, this just kind of like minor things that you wouldn't really post on like actual posts on your feed, um, but just like little things to get your audience to get to know you personally.
1: Now a lot of people, I mean, it, it's like the good thing about Instagram, I find you can tailor in who you who you're sort of watching, who you who you're following, basically yeah. who your followers are. I mean, I follow a lot of sports people, things like that that are, interest me, and people that I've, I come into action with with work. Who do you go about following? I mean, what sort of numbers as uh, as a twelve year old going on thirteen year old do you have as, as followers on on Instagram? How many do you follow?
0: I follow. I think I follow maybe six hundred people. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, well, what's um,
1: your daily feed like here to keep up with it? How I just you- follow
0: lots of tons and tons of celebrities, like so I could just you know see what celebrities are up to, what they do in day to day life. Um,
1: but a daily scroll, you know, you've got if you've got that many six hundred, it takes you half the day to get through them all.
0: Well, I don't usually, yeah, I don't scroll through all of them. The ones that are at the top are the people that you like, you like their photos the most. So the people right. that you you watch their stories, you interact with them the majority. And that's the same with stories. At the back of the story, um, like when you scroll through them, yeah, the ones at the back are the ones that you don't watch as much. And the ones at the front are like the people that you interact with the most. And so, yeah, I just look at the posts that are my friends or people that. I talk to the most on those social media apps
1: and do you find I mean uh, you've got the ads in the middle there sometimes as well I guess they're kind of (laughs) invasive but that uh, that I guess pays for everything as well Exactly. some of those ads talk to some of the ads you get through in the middle do you get a lot of those when you've got 600 followers are you following 600 people oh yeah I get
0: I get tons of ads but and also ads are catered towards what you're liking what you're looking at so also with the explore page on Instagram why did I
1: get one about a dog t-shirt the other day I don't follow dogs
0: (laughs) yeah I get get ones about like um, stranger things like t-shirts and stuff, okay. and uh, Stranger Things clubs, and like LED lights, and like TikTok rooms, TikTok decor, all that sort of stuff. So it's kind of catered towards what you like. And
1: mine all watch. seems to be like travel. I get all these, um, I get all these like uh, um, tourism destinations. I haven't even looked at travel for <laughs> a while. I mean, especially with this pandemic, we can't seem to go too far yeah, that exactly. front door.
0: We're all looking at traveling.
1: Yeah, traveling and sort of dog t-shirts. But anyway, <laughs> okay. That's some of the things with. Um, but Instagram, yeah, look, I get it as well. It, it, it's great, sort of keeping in touch with people. I guess. I don't like it when people use it as a bragging tool so much, but it's something along yeah. the lines of like this is what I'm doing, I want to share with my friends or wanna wanna yeah. to, to tag people and that sort of stuff. I get that. And you always like it when some somebody you've tagged and there gets back to you as well. It's nice with a comment. Yeah,
0: like a celebrity or someone that you gets a like. Look I mean I was to. excited.
1: We got some we got some of the rugby people who were at the World Cup. They, yeah, they, they tapped That in. was pretty cool. That was kind of cool. Now listen, I did a, I did a um I did my degree in a you know, master's in convergent media um a few years back, which is which was up look it was a good I guess, tool for business because businesses need, they need to embrace, and they are, they need to embrace social media a lot more and what they are doing. I mean, I did a piece there which was kind of funky. We're talking entertainment and, you know, creative and that sort of stuff where at the university I was at, it was a former uh, it was a former hospital. It was a former orphanage. So a lot of, unfortunately, there was you know, all typhoid and these crazy things going through. There were a lot of kids and people there died. They had a mortuary there as well. So not far from here, it's considered to be quite spiritually haunted. So what we did, we did a whole piece on a project with QR codes, and we'd walk around various points in the in the uh, on the campus, and you could hold your you know you hold your phone up with a QR code, and you'd get either get pictures or you'd get sort of uh, yeah. recordings we were done of, of the various time periods and stuff like that. So it was really augmented reality, and I mean that was a kind of a ghost tour. That's pretty cool. So those things are quite cool, and I mean that's why I think when I I remember going back when I went to Alcatraz, the prison island off San Francisco, which was very famous, you know, mm-hmm. over there. When I was there, way back when, with a friend of mine, we went there and uh, we used to have headphones on. But I think, and, and just listen to the sounds and that sort of stuff. I think that's where you're operating with your phone and your QR codes and augmented reality and could, could a really kick in. Experience, yeah. no? correct me if I'm correct me if I'm wrong. Alcatraz uh, people and the national parks of the US that they haven't already done that they probably have. But they're the sort of angles where I, I think that side of sort of social media and using uh, using uh, a mobile exactly. device is really cool. Yeah. You know? Okay. Uh, <laughs> So entertainment, we've had a bit of a chat, you know, regards entertainment. Let's look. Now, along the lines also, we're probably looking at some, you know, th- there are some bad things with social media. Let's be, let's be brutally honest out there. You know, you, you read these words, trolls, you know, when you first heard trolls, I, th- I thought they were weird creatures that lived under a bridge in, <laughs> some, in Norway, in some Norwegian folktale that's where the troll came from initially then the furry little things you have in your your animation movies oh yeah but look i mean it's a very serious issue isn't it online uh, cyberbullying talk us through exactly. talk us through what hopefully you haven't haven't had that effect personally on that sort of thing but you've obviously seen it happen talk us through what what um, uh, online bullying have you know you understand and then what what sort of schools and what schools are doing to prevent that in the in the schoolyard and hopefully at home
0: Yeah, online bullying is really common nowadays and even with quarantine, there's tons of more people online. So yeah, but in schools also, um, usually there's always programs where people would come into our school and talk to us about the effects of cyberbullying and what to do if you get cyberbullied. And that's really important to teach kids nowadays because like majority of the population, kids are always on social media or games and websites where you can get um, cyberbullied. So I think that's really important. And yeah.
1: I mean, there's been kids suicide. There's been teens suicide of cyberbullying. What what specifically have they said to you? Like, if you get cyberbullied, how do you handle it? And how do you cope with it?
0: They tell us that you should go talk to a trusted adult, such as your mom, your dad, your teacher, or whoever that you feel like in trust with. And they also feel like reporting the comment. And um, personally, I feel if I got cyberbullied, um. yeah, exactly, follow those steps and just try and focus on the positive comments and that sometimes is hard for people but um, I think that's really important to look at and carry in with you for your life.
1: Now look on the recent one, we talked mental health. So, you know, with, with Gus yeah. Rowland, um, I've got you for life but an important thing there is, is to remember that and to talk to people, isn't it? You've got to Exactly. Talk. So don't be afraid to talk to your, you know, if you can talk to your family, great. If you, if you can talk to your friends about it, you've got to get out there, talk to your teachers yeah. about it. Is super, sort of super important. Um, I guess the other thing is which we just touched on with, and the the fears of, of TikTok at the moment is the potential for illegal informa- information sharing, and I mean yep. getting things out there, and that's by people tapping on and that sort of stuff as well. Um, that's that's always a bit scary that, that that's potentially out there as well. You know, that, yeah, exactly that sort of illegal info sharing. Um, the other thing we had talked about, you know, is is the potential of um, the potential of predators. I mean, that's a pretty scary issue out there. You know, yeah, people, and tell yeah, us, I tell agree. us, you know, what you've heard about that as a as a young, you know, young person. What you've heard about that sort of potential, out there, the pedophiles and that sort of stuff, chasing, you know, chasing kids and uh, online.
0: I've seen um, news reports on the news and videos um, that, uh, yeah, that, w- that have been on the news and stuff of kids that people they'd um, catfish and pretend that they are someone that they're not, and be like, "I'm a 12 year old girl," and then talk to someone else, and they'd be like, "We can meet up," but then like. Then it turns out that they're not, and the kid would either get kidnapped or something terrible would happen to them. So that's really scary, an aspect of social media, and something that people should really be aware of.
1: Have you encountered any sort of you know um, suspect emails or so- things coming through social media or little in chat rooms or not like that they've that, that, that sort of worried you?
0: Not exactly, but sometimes, like majority, like I'm. I think people, anyone with Instagram, can speak with this. Um, you get added to random group chats for yeah. people that you don't know, and they're like, "Hello, hello," and then yeah, they're just like people that, um, and it's kind of scary talking to like adults that you don't really know. So I just try and leave them immediately and don't engage with any conversation. So well, that's
1: yeah. the thing. Sometimes I find even even myself, I get I get sort of. Invitations or following you and stuff like that from people you've never even heard of. You look they haven't posted anything. They look a bit. It looks a bit suspect, doesn't it? Some of the yeah, a bit sus. And you can obviously there, there are there are blocks you know pl- blocks in place to exactly. literally block people like so that. To block people. Yeah, but that's what I think you gotta be very careful of, and, and all kids and parents really need to be aware. Look, okay, just got very quickly going back to catfishing, just to explain to the average average person catfishing. It's it's virtually t- creating a false identity, isn't it, and, and and leading somebody on.
0: Exactly, catfishing is to pretend that you are somebody else, pose as somebody or um, something like that, and yeah, you're not, or catfishing can also be done in the idea of, like, you're like, I'm on a holiday, but you're not actually, and pretend that you're with all these other people, like, you might be photoshopped with a celebrity, photoshopped in a different location, or, like, um, photoshopped in a video way to say something that you never said in... Originally, so I feel like that's a really scary aspect. Also, is catfishing, but catfishing is yeah, majority of people um, just posing as somebody else, which they're not.
1: Yeah, that's this very scary thing, and that's when I was, when I was living in the states, I remember there was a show called uh, To Catch a Predator, and that's what that's mm-hmm. what predators were literally doing. They were posing as you know young guys or something like that. I want to catch up and meet with you, you know, and then they would they would be virtually. Turn up at this person's place, or turn up at, a, at an area, and then they'd be they'd be busted by the police, which yeah. was great. They'd capture these sort of people. I mean, it's a terrible phenomenon out there, and that's the one thing we I think everybody's got to be pretty pretty wary of in this day and age, along those sort of lines. Now, we, okay. Now the other thing that, that that's that's I guess is the bad with social media is when people get a bit too outspoken. I mean. We know we know a lot of people. Uh, one's even leading the U.S. at the moment. It's a bit <laughs> outspoken on things like Twitter, but then there's other other sort of issues that people come up with as well. I mean, just recently there's a sportsman in the states who who's um uh posted some anti-Semitic uh message across across um one of the one of the uh, platforms, one of the apps. And um, as a result, didn't realise quite what he was saying. But now it's created a bit of a furor over there. So you've got to be, you've got to be, uh, I guess, sensitive. And what's the message you've been told? Think before you, before you post anything.
0: Yeah, think before you speak. And yeah, really be mindful of reading it over and over. But if you want to really post something that might be somewhat controversial, make sure that yeah, it wouldn't offend like anybody. And um, yeah, but places like Twitter and stuff, yeah, there's like. Um, yeah, exactly. The president, they're all talking about like controversial topics and stuff. And I feel like, yeah, you just got to keep in mind to try and be positive and um, not try and say mean stuff to other people online.
1: I mean, you got to be careful anyway in this day and age. I mean, everything has changed, you know, with the sports people, celebrities, or whatever. Everybody has a phone, everybody has a camera these days. So, exactly. and that can be on social media in a matter of seconds. Yeah. That's, that's the crazy thing. So, I guess we've got to. There's a place for it, obviously, but we've also got to be pretty mindful on how we control it and how we set ourselves up and how we're perceived because, you know, that, that's vitally important in this day and age. Um, okay, we've talked some of the bad. Now, the ugly social media. <laughs> the thing that comes to mind to me straight away is too much time. You might oppose that, but what do you think on that? Some people, I mean, I know, dealing with yourself, sometimes you spend a bit too much time on social media. It's got to be a balance, Yeah.
0: Okay, I do agree it should be a balance, but I feel like if we're spending time on it, majority of the kids doing that. They're not doing anything um, like they're not offending anybody, not being rude, they're not cyber bullying. Hopefully so I not. feel like we're yeah, we're being we're trying to be positive. Like when I'm on social media I try and talk to people that I haven't reached out to for a long time, or play games or something. So we're not it's not that bad, but I guess everything's in moderation. I think you have to accept that. Um, but you I do like to. You spend
1: don't time. want it to the point of not being ex- like still exercising, getting outside. I mean, because getting out outside yeah. and doing things as well. It's a balance of physical activity with using. Um, you know, I mean, in this case, it's more mental and creative activity inside, right?
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: And look, uh, the one other thing that comes up, you know, which drives me crazy is the uh, the world of the book is disappearing i mean disappearing oh with God. kids reading i mean i've i've talked to a teacher recently who's who's noticed that the, the levels and the amounts of people you know what the what people are reading has, has certainly dropped away and i think yeah you've got kindle and things like that you can read online but that's not necessarily great for your for your eyes i'll get to that in a minute what do you think do you find you're reading less uh, less books and stuff than you you probably did i mean people say oh, paper books that's it's yesterday's sort of uh, yesterday sort of news, I guess, but it's still there. They still exist and they're a good way of, of um, I guess, creating your imagination, building your imagination and, and getting involved in something.
0: Okay, I do agree that books once in a while are, okay, like I like specific... Um, authors or different series is. Yep. um but i do feel that being online there are other pl- places to read like as you mentioned before ki- like on your kindle or like Wattpad, which is like um a big website where there's people publish books anyone could do that or there can be ones by like actual like well-known authors, and you can read online. But I feel like, yeah, reading online is still reading. Oh it's no, it just
1: is. It's still reading. But the thing is, I guess the other the uh, the equation on there, with the argument there, is the blue light, which is sitting down there. You spend a bit too long with the the, you know, the light on the computer, so that they're saying with younger kids, they're saying it's potentially it can potentially um, what's the thing I remember reading about? It uh, can potentially, uh, I guess, not stunt, but stop development of your of your um, eyes and your vision as well early on, and then at night. If you're sitting there scrolling endlessly through all your messages on, and, and Instagram and that sort of stuff, the blue light, it does affect your sleep patterns and, and make people, you know, obviously susceptible to being uh, tiredness, really. So that's, that's the one thing you've really got to watch pretty closely. And yeah. uh, that's why I still think the printed page isn't a bad okay. thing to do.
0: <laughs> I do get that, but there are features where you can make it a bit more comfortable for your eyes. You can turn down the brightness to, like the minimum and yeah sometimes i do that just before i go to bed to make you know so i can get to sleep really easy and i think that's it doesn't affect my sleeping at all if i turn it down really low um so yeah i think that that we'll, really helps
1: we'll see and, and also that th- can be used you know another another sort of ugly side effect as i guess is as, as an electronic babysitter i mean you've got a kid that's not not focusing on stuff on something, or needs needs some entertainment, or the parents need to do something urgently, they plop them down in front of the screen, and away you go. Or give them a phone, and they start playing games. So, you know, electronic babysitter. Once again, yeah, a little bit of moderation, but not all the time.
0: Okay, I do agree with that, but I feel like. Um, yeah, when I go to my friend's houses and they have a younger brother or sister and they're crying, the mom would be like, oh, here you go, your little game on your iPad. And so then they can play. And I do agree, when I was a bit littler, I did like to play on my iPad. It's the
1: death of the colouring book. <laughs>
0: but like, um, I, think, um, I think like there are different aspects of like with children being on like the phone or the iPad at a really young age, which can also be positive. I feel like um books that you can take home to do your work in like learning books like extracurricular learning books where you can like help your kid if they need help with math or whatever which aren't part of the curriculum or whatever that you can like buy from any place there are also like websites which kids will be more entertained to do it online it may not be the best for their eyes or whatever but i feel like they'd be more entertained and engaged to do a lesson that's online than rather in a book
1: Okay, talking about lessons online, we've you know we be- been through a, we're going through actually still a pretty serious pandemic you know a, a massive pandemic globally. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, okay, when when you had remote learning with schools, how how did you cope with that sort of side of it? When you had to you know you tapped into a, a, a zo- equivalent of a Zoom, tell us the the sort of processes and what programs you went through and how the, how did you cope with that and how did it benefit? And how did it work?
0: Okay, so I went on Google Meet, which is a, another platform similar to Zoom. And I thought it really benefited me. I think it was easier to, when you're face to face with, like, face to face online with the teacher yep. and you can see them talking to you instead of just via email. I think that's easier to learn and almost like being in person, but still in the comfort of your own home. Um, I feel like that aspect's positive, but yeah, when we go into doing it on your own, typing in your Google doc, making up your own thing without the teacher watching you, I feel like it's a bit more of a distraction because you can just click on another page and start playing a game instead of the teacher would be up behind you in class. Like, oh yeah, get onto your work, Lily, whatever. Um, so I'm not doing that at school, are you? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, but okay. I feel like other kids oh. do a hundred percent. Other kids do. Okay. And even at home they would. Um, I may have, like, did a little bit, but not not too much. Um, but I feel like, yeah, it's just a little bit less engaging doing it without um, video calling the teacher and being in person. So I think that's really hard. But I feel like kids have adapted because kids like being on the internet, kids like being on their laptops, their phones, yeah. their computers. So I think that's also make them more engaged in lessons and, yeah.
1: Well, there's things, the other thing I always think of is the, I guess, the, the, one of the ugly things, the oversharing. The oversharing <laughs> of social media. The, the life's minutiser, oh like gosh. I record it, too. It's like, you know, I, I've, I've known friends and stuff that have gone, <laughs> oh, you'll be interested in this. Why? I don't want to look at your kid, what your kid had for breakfast, what they had for lunch, or what they had for dinner. It's like, oh, my gosh, okay. <laughs> I don't really want to know what their meals are. I mean, look, we're, we've seen it. We've all been, I mean... I touch what haven't been through that sort of side of it myself, but that, that's the one thing that gosh, it drives me crazy. It puts me off. <laughs> but you know, you've you mentioned yourself. Yeah. You're, you're ready. You're going to Starbucks, and you're about to post. What, what sort of stops you from doing that?
0: Exactly. Yeah. As you were saying before, yeah. I see people. I'm watching my mom on Facebook, and it's just people like their food, and they're like, "Oh, look what a kid had for lunch. Look what I made them. Look at them eating it." But yeah, as, um, Starbucks. I was. Ha- I went to get Starbucks the other day, and I was like. I w- about to whip out my phone and be like, I just said Starbucks, you know, on my story on Instagram. But I was like, do people really care?
1: No, <laughs> I
0: don't. <laughs> they, well, um, I guess I was like, yeah, never mind. But I feel like it's a bit different with like celebrities and that those sort of people because because they're so popular, they want to see the other side to them.
1: Why? Because they're just being like normal. It's not. What, what, what's what's different between you posting something on 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 sort of um. From say Starbucks to somebody else. I mean that's it's still I guess one of the menu ties, isn't it? What do we do we, want, do we want to see what they're drinking necessarily?
0: Because the audience, like my followers, majority of them are like my friends who see me like almost every day, like okay. and the people like celebrities, majority are people just like me who just followed them to see what they're doing. And so we don't get to see what their day-to-day life is like. So we're just really interested. And what they do, and do you want
1: to? You, you're wanting to see them being being normal or being what, what they select? I guess it's. It, I guess it's. I hate the term, and I, and I, it drives me crazy. But influences. I hate the term of <laughs> social media, but people that, not necessarily the ones I have trouble with. Influences are the ones who are nobodies. We've never heard of them. We don't really care. But the people follow <laughs> them in mainly. I get it when it's. A, I guess. I guess I get it when it's a celebrity and go. You know, I've been doing this and this. And as as a as a fan of that celebrity, whether it's a sports fan, whether it's a you know whether it's like an actor model. whether it's a rock rock and roll or a pop star i get it you want to see what they're kind of doing but these this brand of influences that pops up you know all these sort of things you know travel influences this influence it drives me crazy <laughs> who are these people and who cares A um, majority of them would be like oh. youtubers and stuff
0: because oh. that's what like the influence influences like majority of it comes from like youtube and all that sort of platforms and so it files onto instagram and so, I feel like that's where all the influences come, pl- come from. And they all, for all different topics, like there's probably like a, I bet there's like a soap influencer or They're whatever wrong. influencer, you
1: know? Here's an example when, when, when the, when the, um, that' you know, I'm talking for you it's old I mean this is probably <laughs> 15 years ago when when me- the media really came and, and the the, um, the internet really came big they would have things every, everybody all of a sudden could become a film a film you know a cameraman and stuff like that you know they would go to all these things I remember going I went to the Sundance Film Festival instead of you know 10 crews there there'd be 400 crews there all these people oh have all of, they've all of a sudden but got cameras and they're influencing their cameras they're cameramen straight away. The bubble burst because their quality wasn't that good. And that's that's what drives me crazy about this. It's these people are sort of you know demanding free holidays here, there, and everywhere. I don't get that side of it. That that that's with the bubble burst. There, who knows? Yeah. Okay, that's my sort of rant. But let's talk. We, we you touched on a few seconds ago. YouTube. Okay. Yeah. You, um, hundred percent positives on YouTube. A few negatives thrown in as well. I mean, I, I, I get some of those, some great stories. There's some great, you, people have their own YouTube channels. Some yeah. of them are really beneficial. You can post some of your old, you know, some of your work on YouTube, some yeah. of the things you like doing, some of your creatives, right? I do that, yeah. What have you posted on YouTube?
0: Um, I have a YouTube channel and yep. I post about, um, just like, yeah, sort of like um, I, did this qu- I did this video where I did quizzes, I played games, um, I did like hauls of like clothes and like um, collection videos. And didn't just you show
1: everybody on talking about your collections and jumping on there? Didn't you show everybody your, your collection of um, Stranger Things stuff? And you got some big numbers there. I got your, yeah. That
0: was that was pretty uh, yeah. That was like one of my most popular ones. But my most popular was this one about like TikTok and stuff because that is so sure everyone likes to watch that at the moment. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's it's really fun a hobby to do.
1: Now, just you, you mentioned one thing on TikTok. I, I wanted to touch on earlier as well. We'll come back to it. Um, Basically, some people have had their not their careers resurrected, but things have changed on, from through TikTok. I mean, we're talking things like, um, we're talking things like, um, uh, Jason Derulo, who we exactly. both know, your first ever concert you went to, <laughs> TikTok, right? Yeah, I mean, first concert you ever went to, sorry, you went and saw him, he had some great hits. Now, TikTok, he's kicked to another level. Talk us through that
0: exactly. Like, um, three or four years ago, everyone. All the songs on the radio were Jason Derulo. Yeah. and but for the past couple of years, I haven't like I really I've checked at his Instagram and I was he's like, whatever, 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 like new single out and I'm like, I I haven't heard it. I haven't, haven't heard him on the radio, new songs or whatever. Yep. Um, but yeah, so we recently like I think the beginning of this year he got involved in TikTok and met up with like the bigger creators and kind of hang out and did dances and stuff. And so yeah, that got. Dad got his career up and going again. And so he found this audio, which everyone is dancing to, and he turned it into a big song. And now it's at the, it's on the number one on the Billboard. And yeah, that's really just got Jason Derulo more popular now.
1: I mean, what sort of numbers are we talking on TikTok for, for a Jason Derulo song?
0: Um, like how many people he follows? Yeah, well, mean, how, he follows how many people
1: it? are following him, and, and as a result of his of his TikTok places? I'd say it? like we're we talking what, millions.
0: Yeah, ten million plus, maybe. Wow, okay. So tons and tons. I'm not exactly 100 percent sure, but yeah, tons and tons of people follow him. So yeah, he and, he,
1: and other artists have done it as well to to, to boost their popularity. You've seen if you're following that sort of stuff. Other artists doing it, and then also uh, 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 I mean. Don't put the people down, but there's a uh, nobody's posting things on, on on TikTok as well and getting huge numbers as well from coming from nowhere.
0: Yeah. So first off, with um like celebrities, yeah, majority of celebrities nowadays, like there's The Rock on TikTok. There's all these actors, models. There's Kylie Jenner. There's all these people on. Well, t- are they all dancing? They're they're just doing like comedy videos, tri- yep. just um publicity videos for their new movies or their new perfumes and okay. all that sort of stuff. because um, like. TikTok is more the younger audience compared to, like, more Instagram, which is kind of a bit older, I'd say, and so, um, I think that's why they're trying to get all of their, all age groups involved in what they they have to say, their products, what they're wearing, all their brands and stuff, so, um, I think it's a good place to, um, do publicity on, as TikTok also has, like, the ad feature, same as Instagram, and, um, Yeah, but with their, like, celebrity songs. And as you're saying, like, nobody is not being rude. No. But, um, yeah, there's, like, people, just random people who blow up overnight over, like, one's, like, dance video. It's, like, Charlie D'Amelio, Addison Ray, the big TikTokers with, like, 60 million followers. Um... But yeah, that's really popular, and also ones in Australia who have like millions of followers, if they're going to ban a, ban TikTok in Australia, that's really going to take away their opportunities and their business as such, and... Really make a negative impact, I think.
1: We're well, talking, just, just finally, talking business. I mean, we were talking YouTube a minute ago. People have turned YouTube into a business. I mean, as far yeah. as, I mean, you need you need multiple, multiple numbers. I mean, I, I still think there's a bit of smoke and mirrors. Some people that have, are more successful on TikTok in their own, mo- sorry, on YouTube in their own minds than they actually are. But there are there are people that have blown up, you know, in their little basements in, in Texas <laughs> or wherever they are, you know, making making sort of, I guess, a name for themselves. Um, a- and it's I guess from my point of view, it's a bit hard to consider them celebrities. They're kind of... I guess self promoters, which isn't a bad thing. I mean if you're gonna self promote yourself, well, good good luck to you. But it's it's a it's a strange phenomenon out there all through social media.
0: Yeah, people on YouTube as you were saying, people who sit in their basements, make YouTube videos, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, people I don't know exactly the correct numbers of what they make, but if you after you get one thousand subscribers and four thousand watch hours on YouTube, so yeah then you start making money and you get like checks and stuff from youtube but i f- but you have to get millions of views for yeah. it to be something really decent that you can really make something out of because um, like if you only had like a hundred views for per video you're going to only make like two dollars a month or two dollars yes yeah, that sort of stuff i think so.
1: it's finally you say you, you, we're talking on, on on youtube we talk i get it by you know Instagram you want to see what celebrities are doing i get yep. that sort of mentality why do you want to see what the average punter in their basement in texas is doing i don't get that
0: because who cares because they live in different places they do have different lifestyles they they're just the they're just a... they're just every everyone's a bit different to us cuz if i as posted the majority of my friends they kind of they all live in the same area they all do the same things so with people who live in texas india Alaska, wherever anyone lives, it's interesting to see what their day to day life and what it looks like from their what their house looks like, what the area they live in looks like, and I think that's just seeing what yeah other people's um yeah just seeing what other people's areas and all that sort of stuff looks.
1: Well, I guess social media is not going away anywhere anytime soon. No, it's it's building. (laughs) I mean, there's some there's some great things that come out of it. There's some interesting things that come out. There's some bad things that come out of it. But let's look at it this way: everything in moderation. People still get outside and still get outside and have a run around take a swim kick a ball do whatever balance it out and uh, that'll be a better the world'll be a better place but don't spend all day in your room yeah. that's what i have to say <laughs> thanks very much for listening thank you and we'll sign off see you all later